This is episode number 83, and today we are recapping week 12 of the Practical Christian Podcast. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher, and every day we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of Practical Christian Training. That's right, another Saturday, another recap, and hopefully another great week of episodes. This week we kicked off with our third interview uh, where we talked about race, culture, and the kingdom of God with Michael Burns. And it truly was an enlightening conversation. I learned so much. Some of the things that we hit on were um, the, the difficulty of being able to relate and empathize with people that have different cultural upbringings, especially when it comes to those powder keg moments, those, uh, you know, instances where white cop shoots black unarmed teenager. And, and it just seems like we go to our different camps and, and we separate and, and, you know, not seeing the unity of the kingdom of God played out in our churches. And so we talked about that. We talked about how, you know, looking to politicians for answers to solve these problems is not actually the way that Jesus would go about it. And even working through some different scenarios and some practical things that we can do to empathize, to relate to each other, and to strive for better unity and to not let these things divide us and create, you know, separations and, and factions in our churches. So really an incredible interview. And then on Monday in episode number 78, I uh, broke down my favorite or my my biggest takeaway, the thing that I wanted to take from that interview and implement in my life. And that was this idea of, you know, that the kingdom of God is all about power under instead of power over. That, you know, to be like Jesus means that you don't see authority as something that you use to get your way. It's not something that you leverage to take advantage of others or to make, you know, make people do what you want them to do. It's about serving others. It's about denying yourself. And that really Christianity isn't fair, that the cross isn't fair, but fairness is not the goal. And so whenever we see injustice in the world, that doesn't mean we turn our backs on it, but it does mean that we have the right perspective and that we're approaching it the way that Jesus would as an opportunity to serve people and to even serve our brothers and sisters who from time to time will strongly disagree with. And then on Tuesday, we kicked off a three-episode mini-series talking about how to figure out what God may be calling you to do at this point in your life. Because all of us ask this question from time to time, you know, am I doing what God wants me to do? Am I in the right place in my life? You know, should I be doing something different to serve my church? How can I make an impact to help other people? You know, those are things that a lot of people wrestle with. And so, well, what I wanted to do was take some time and really flesh out what that could look like for you and, and some steps that you could take to find your calling. And the first episode I thought was kind of fun. We talked about your Christian superpowers, you know, not not like a Superman superpower or an X-Men superpower, but we talked about how the Holy Spirit gives specific talents and gifts to Christians in order to build up the church and in order to build up the church community. And that as a Christian, whether you realize it or not, God has given you certain talents in order to serve others better. 
right? And and we even talked about why that's important, why it's important to recognize that you are vital to the health of your ministry and your church. And, uh, you know, just because you're not the preacher, it doesn't mean that you're not important, that you're expendable. That's not true. And uh, as part of that, we, you know, I told you to go and download the PDF, the Spiritual Gifts Guide, which helps you identify what your strongest spiritual gift is. And that is, you know, one of the things that we were going to look at to be able to to kind of figure out, you know, what is a good direction for you to serve in. In episode number 80, we talked about how to find your calling and specifically what it is that God wants you to do. And the disclaimer I made in the episode and the disclaimer I'll make again is that we are not mind readers. We cannot know the mind of God. Just like you can't know the mind of your spouse, just like you can't read the mind of your best friend, we're not trying to read God's mind. Instead, what we're trying to do is observe what God is already doing. Observe how God is already at work and use that as an indication of what he might want us to do in the future. And so, you know, we went through and we asked a couple questions, some things that you should think about and reflect on and consider to figure out, is there something that God is pushing you towards? Is there a direction that God wants you to go? Is there something, a need God wants you to focus on? So that's what episode 80 was all about. And then in episode 81, we kind of brought it all together to make it practical, right? And we talked about your personal ministry, the thing that you are going to do to invest in the kingdom of God. And a couple things to think about with your personal ministry and the thing that you can do to make an impact is, you know, ask yourself, what is a problem that you feel passionate about solving? What is something that you see a need that someone has or a gap in your ministry or in your church that you want to fill, identify a problem. And then once you identify a problem, come up with a solution. And the solution would be based on your spiritual gift and your calling, the thing that inspires you, the thing that you feel called to do. So the solution would be authentic to who you are, and you would be essentially putting yourself in that position as the solution. Instead of trying to be something that you're not, getting stretched thin, burning out and and going through that whole cycle which you know we've all experienced from time to time. And then once you've identified your problem and you've come up with a solution that you want to to use to address that problem, talk about making it a reality. Hitting the accelerator pedal, pressing go, going for it, not waiting, not twiddling your thumbs, not trying to make it perfect, being a person of action. And that over time as you continue to serve, as you continue to meet needs, as you continue to try and address the problem that you want to address, you'll be better and better at doing that, that you will gradually improve your effectiveness, your fruit will grow, and then you'll be able to really kind of dial in and hone in on what it is that God wants you to do and the impact that he wants you to have. You know, and and you don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to move to some foreign country to be a missionary. You don't have to go into the full-time ministry necessarily. You can make an impact right where you're at just by focusing on what is in front of you and what God is making clear that he wants you to do. So hopefully that little mini series was super helpful for you. And uh, if you wanted to go deeper and really go in depth into creating a personal ministry around what inspires you and having a really clear answer for what your calling is, uh, you know, I talked about several times and I want to encourage you again to go and check out my online course called Unlock Your Gifts, which is specifically designed to help you find your calling 
and develop and craft a personal ministry around who God created you to be. I know that, you know, instilling these principles in my life, the things that I teach in that online course have been completely transformative for me. That since I had those breakthroughs, my relationship with God in my life has never been the same. And I can say the same for everyone else that has gone through the course and implemented it. And so if you are in a position right now where you feel like you want to make an impact, you're ready to take the next step and get serious about serving in the kingdom of God, I encourage you to go and check out that course. Just go to unlockyourgifts.org, click on the courses button, and you'll see Unlock Your Gifts uh, right there. Yesterday on our episode of Fan Friday, I answered a question from Noah. And Noah asked if we should confess our sins to other people if no one was directly hurt or affected by that sin. And I laid out a case for why it is helpful, why you should do it. And uh, we talked about three different ways that it helps us, that confessing our sins to others uh, humbles us, it softens our heart, it fights against that pride, that arrogance, that we all want to be better than we actually are. We all want to, um, you know, to, to... make people believe that we're perfect, even when we're not, um, and that confessing your sin really does help fight against that pride and that arrogance. We talked about how confessing your sin to other people, uh, you know, brings you closer, brings you closer in your relationships because that vulnerability develops trust, trust in your relationships. And then the third thing is that when you confess your sin to other people, whether they were impacted by it or not, you're bringing reinforcements into the fight. You're bringing support into your fight because ultimately, you know, our fight is not against flesh and blood. It's against spiritual forces. It's against Satan and his schemes and what he's trying to do to your life. And one of his greatest tactics is separating you from everyone else and making you feel like you're alone. So by confessing your sin, you get other people involved and you have a much higher chance of success at overcoming that temptation. So definitely encourage you, even if uh, somebody isn't directly affected or hurt by your sin, You know, confess your sin to God, ask for forgiveness, and then confess to your brother or sister in order to have those benefits. Well, that is it for this week. Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips just like these. Leave a review in Apple Podcasts for your chance to get a shout out as the super fan of the week. And make sure to head over to the podcast Facebook group to connect with me and help decide future episode topics. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. I'm Travis Albritton, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.